The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You're listening to DraftKings Network. So we hired Dan Campbell at Miami, um, and he was within a whisker of getting the job full time. We hired him to be our interim head coach. And I think this guy came out of the womb being an NFL head coach. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker football podcast. I never do that. I bring it for you every single day, whether it's the Ross Tucker football podcast, the Even Money Betting podcast, highly popular Fantasy Feast podcast, where we'll be joined by Evan Silva, the former co-host. We'll be talking about not only best ball, but also his recent Taylor Swift concert. Uh, attendance. So looking forward to that with Evan on today's Fantasy Feast podcast. The College Draft podcast with Emery is for the diehards. You love football. You want to learn more. You want to learn about players and the draft and college football. That's what the College Draft podcast is all about. We are presented, of course, by DraftKings. Today is going to be part two of my conversation with former Jets and Dolphins general manager Mike Tannenbaum Going over the head coaching rankings I made for the 33rd team. Now, let me just say this real quick before I forget. You get all these people saying, oh, Ross just did this for clicks. And Ross just put, you know, McCarthy at 21 or McDermott at 22 for for engagement. That is insulting to me. So, first of all, I'm excited to be doing some stuff for the 33rd team. They asked me to do the head coach rankings, so I did it. It wasn't my idea. They asked me to do it, so I did it. But those rankings, whether you agree or disagree, and Mike and I are going to get into the second part, which is the second half, which is what people get upset about, it's how I feel. And I could easily move guys around a few spots here or a few spots there, and you can always look at one guy higher than a guy and make an argument for the guy that's lower should be higher. That's the nature of lists. That's why probably the 33rd team wanted me to do them. It's why people get so fired up about them. But ultimately, the thing that's important to me is I want you to know, like, those, that's what I, like, that's, I did the best I could. And what, nobody is anywhere for any specific reason other than if I had to stack up the coaches right now, that's how I would stack them up. And if you want to move a guy up or down three or four spots or whatever, 
that doesn't really bother me that much. I totally get it. And it's, as I wrote in the article, a very, very inexact science. What you should be doing right now is checking out Max. Because if you're like me, what you watch depends on what kind of mood you're in. So Max right now, awesome. Awesome. Sometimes you want like an old school like friend, even though I don't like that that guy's name was Ross. Love South Park. Hilarious. They've got dramas that my wife likes like Succession, House of the Dragon. Succession is more Jack's thing. I also love cooking shows like Chopped and Beat Bobby Flay. I like more eating shows. Anyway, don't get me started with movies like Lord of the Rings, Shazam, Fury of the Gods. Max is the streaming destination that has the best of entertainment for whatever mood I'm in, anytime, and plans start as little as $9.99 a month. Max, the one to watch. Subscription required. Just visit max.com. The Big Show. All right, Mike, let's get to the second half of this now and finish up what we did on Monday, 16 through 20. I got Dan Campbell at 16, Matt LaFleur at 17, Arthur Smith at 18, Ron Rivera 19, Brandon Staley at 20. Um, I guess this is where people start to get upset. So first of all, people think LaFleur should be higher. But I think this is the range where the Mike McCarthy Cowboys fans, the Sean McDermott Bills fans felt like those guys should be higher than Ron Rivera, Arthur Smith, Dan Campbell, etc. I guess I, you know, Mike, I thought the, the Falcons would be terrible the last two years. Terrible. And they've been 7-10 and 10 both years, and they've been competitive, and their roster has been bad. I mean, one way we could do this is look at what their Vegas season win totals are on DraftKings before the year. And then how? I think both years the Falcons are supposed to win like four and a half games or something. And he got them seven wins. And I guess I look at it and I say, do I think the coaches behind them would have won seven games each of the last two years with the Falcons? No, I don't. I mean, who do they even have last year? I mean, their quarterbacks are Mariota and Ritter. It's unbelievable. Yeah, they believe in Ritter. I mean, for better or for worse, I admire the fact, Ross, that like they, you know, talked about well, what quarterback could follow them, and does Will Levis come into you know play? And they never blinked. I mean, that's really. I think some people were very surprised that Levis was there in the second round, um, but clearly, you know, they they have. What I think is so interesting about this season, I, I look at them, and Ron Rivera's in this group as well, but, like, Desmond Rinner and Sam Howell, like, have this, like, unwavering support from their organizations. It'll be fascinating to see how those two young quarterbacks play. One guy I, I like to note in this group, um, so we hired Dan Campbell at Miami, um, and he was within a whisker of getting the job full-time. We hired him to be our interim head coach, and I think this guy came out of the womb being an NFL head coach, and um, you know we have we he, we he went from tight end coach with us to head coach, and you know Dan is a physically imposing guy. He's all of six six two sixty, like he is rocked up, um, but he's really smart. He has unbelievable relatability. You know he drives a pickup truck with a Yeti cooler, has a dip in, like he is like from Texas in every meaningful way. 
but he has a unique ability to talk to, you know, an owner and then the backup corner at the same time. And he wears his heart on his sleeves. He cares deeply. And he's a little bit like Kevin O'Connell in terms of he's way smarter than people will ever give him credit for. And I think what they're building there, Ben Johnson, Aaron Glenn, I, I think Detroit, I can't wait for the first game of the season because, like, we love football and football will be back. But if we're sitting here the Friday after opening day and we're talking about how the Lions went into Kansas City and won an opening day, I, that I am not surprised. Like, you think about coaching and the impact of coaching, that last game of the season, it's Aaron freaking Rodgers in Green Bay to get in the playoffs. And all Dan Campbell said all week was like, hey, if things don't go our way on Sunday, if we're not getting in, they're not getting in. And that's exactly what happened. Like, it's really remarkable. Um, you know, speaking of which, I, I do like Matt LaFleur. You know, we got to give him credit for all their success. We'll know a lot more about that after this year, however. Yes. And that's my thing too, Mike. I mean, I think you give him some credit for having Aaron Rodgers play at an MVP level, but also like he had the MVP and they, they couldn't get it done. I mean, at home, right? Yeah. I mean, they're losing at home to the Bucs. They're losing at home to... You know, the Niners, I mean, I don't know. Um, we talked about Arthur Smith. Ron Rivera, to me, he hasn't had a ton there in Washington at quarterback. And they've won a division. They've been they've been there. I think in hindsight, I probably would have had Sean McDermott and Mike McCarthy ahead of Brandon Staley. Um, you know, but again, you move them one or two spots. How much are you really changing? But 21 through 25 are all guys. Mike, I think these are good coaches. Mike McCarthy at 21. uh, Sean McDermott at 22. Kevin Stefanski, 23. Frank Reich, 24. Robert Sala, 25. I I guess for me, you know, Mike McCarthy, he had Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he had top five quarterback play for like a decade and went to one Super Bowl. And then even in Dallas, they've had some really good rosters with the Cowboys. And yeah, they've won back-to-back, you know, 12-win seasons. But and they get to the playoffs, they, they they haven't gotten to a conference championship game. They haven't been able to get there. So I look at, I look at what you do with the cards you've been dealt, Mike. But you know what's interesting, Ross? Like, look at the win-loss record between Sean Payton and Coach McCarthy. It's, like, almost identical. And they each have one Super Bowl championship. And, look, I'm in the media now. Like, Ross, like, we eviscerate Coach McCarthy, and the adulation for Sean Payton is, like, unwavering. So, like, there's some sort of, like, odd disconnect, right? Like, between why the perception of those two coaches is what it is, like, the Dallas Cowboys have had very, very successful back-to-back seasons. Now, once we get into the playoffs, all bets are off. Totally agree there. But he's a guy that, for whatever reason, doesn't seem to get the benefit of the doubt, you know, either nationally or in the public. And I and your assessment is is really hard to argue with, you know. So, um, but they're a team that I think there's a. Do I think Eagles have a better roster than Dallas? Yes, but I would say this. If we're sitting here and the Cowboys beat the Eagles in one game in the playoffs, I would not be surprised. And they they may have the best non-quarterback on the planet in Micah Parsons. He's unbelievable. He is unbelievable. 
Um, I, I think I probably told you this before, but he grew up right over there. Like I, I watched him. I watched his third high school football game ever, Mike. And uh, I texted Penn State and was like, yo, Central Dolphin has a freshman. You need to look at immediately. He had like four sacks in the first half of a high school game against like a top 10 team in the state. And I was like, uh. And they offered him a scholarship the next week. He got offered a scholarship by Penn State after three high school football games. Did he really? It probably doesn't surprise you. Did he really? Three games? Yeah, ninth grade, three games. He had like 12 sacks in his first three games. You know, it's funny in high school because there's like no hype for an eighth grader. Like I hadn't heard about an eighth grader. All of a sudden he's playing varsity. It's like, oh my gosh, who is this kid? Um, It's crazy. I got to address, Mike, the Buffalo Bills McDermott thing because, you know, I have an affinity for the Bills that we talked about on Monday. Is that because you – Enjoy drinking Labatt's beer, and beer in in Buffalo is uh... that is true. But it's also my favorite team. Oh, look at that stud! This is, um, this is this is Jacob. What's up, man? How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. You look awesome, dude. <laughs> Thank you. You look jacked. I'm talking with your dad about coaches. Keep lifting. Hey, that's where he's going right now. I love it. I love it. Gosh, do I have two daughters, Mike? Can I, like, rent him or something? Like, I would just love to have a son that looked like that and just to punch him and wrestle with him and, and hit him. <laughs> we, we, we do that all the time around here. <laughs> much to That's the- awesome, man. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Uh, nice to meet you. Much to the chagrin of the Penn State mother around here who always says, knock it off, you two. <laughs> um, so, Mike, I got So, no, I, you know. Buffalo was my favorite team I played for out of the five. And probably because I played the most and Donahoe gave me a contract extension. It was just, it was, it was a good experience. Um, man, they're mad at me, Mike. They are so <laughs> mad at me. All right. So, so let me go through this. All right. Who would you say are the top three quarterbacks in the AFC, Mike? I would say Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, and then probably Josh. Yeah. So Mahomes in six years as a starter has gone to six AFC championship games. I think that's right, right? Every yeah. year. Joe Burrow in two hell and by the way, Mahomes is going to three Super Bowls and won two of them. In two years healthy, finishing the year, the last two years, Joe Burrow's been to two conference championship games and one Super Bowl. Josh Allen's been the starter for five years for the Bills. He's been to one conference championship game. To me, that that's not a great look. Even, even if you say the four best quarterbacks and you get to the NFC with Jalen Hurts, Hurts has been a starter for two years. And in one of those, he's gotten to a Super Bowl. I think it's a bad look for McDermott, to be honest with you. I, I really do. And not only that, Mike, they – they have lost regular season games inexplicably that have been the difference between them being at home in Buffalo or on the road in the playoffs, like in Kansas city two years ago that the urban Meyer Jags nine, six to the urban Meyer Jags last year to the jets. I don't I think Zach Wilson, I don't know if Zach Wilson played that game or not. Um, just not good. And then here's the issue I really have Texans playoff game in 2019. 
They're up by 18 at halftime in the wild card round. They lose. 2020 against the Chiefs, that's the, the one conference championship game, it wasn't even a competitive game. Uh, the, the Chiefs blew them out of the water. Bills did not come across as a team well-prepared. But then how about 2021? Mike, there's 13 seconds left. They have the lead. Yep. You squib the ball. You squib kick the ball. It takes some time off the clock. You don't do a touchback in that situation. Very, very, you got to take some time off the clock. And then last year, I broadcast for Wesley won both of their playoff games. Okay. They almost lost to the Skylar Thompson Dolphins. Mike, it was 34-31 to the yep. Skylar Thompson Dolphins at home. At home and then yep. forget the Bengals divisional round. It's snowing in Buffalo. I'm on the sideline. They got annihilated. Joe Burrow, Mike, knew where to go with the ball before he got it. Every snap the whole game, ball's out in two seconds. Josh Allen is standing back there, patting, patting, looking around. I mean, to me, I think McDermott's a good coach, and he's got the win-loss record to prove it. But I also think he's fortunate to be in a market like Buffalo where they love their team and they're very forgiving. If he was in a tougher market, they'd be having a conversation about whether or not he's the right coach to ever be able to get them over the hump. No, that, that, that's fair. But I guess like the context, you know, Ross, like those points are all really fair. But I would say is like, well, I generally agree, like how to evaluate, a, you know, how you just went through the quarterback and the um, coach and expectations. I do think where you have to give a little bit more credit to Coach McDermott is like he's really built that from the ground up. You know, he inherited a situation where they had given up, you know, a high first round pick and, and more to get Sammy Watkins. The quarterback situation was very unsettled to say the least. Um, so I think the credibility that he's given and the foundation, he does deserve credit. Now, on the upside part, yeah, I, I can't argue with that as of now. But I do think he deserves credit from like where they were where they were to where they are today. Yeah, honestly, I think his best coaching job might have been twenty seventeen when they snapped the playoff streak with Tyrod Taylor and Nathan Peterman, you know? Um, I know this much, Mike. If you want to take things to the next level in any way in life, drink some Labatt Blue Lights with your friends. Live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly beer. Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. All right, let's wrap this up, Mike. 26 through 30. These are the guys that I'm not so sure about. Uh, Todd Bowles, 26. Dennis Allen, 27. Matt Eberflus, 28. Josh McDaniels, 29. And then and then the last three guys, you know, Shane Steichen, D'Amico Ryans, John Gannon, they're in their own category. They've never been a head coach before. Um, but your thoughts on uh, Sala, Bowles, Allen, Eberflus, McDaniels, I mean, they might be good coaches, but they haven't really – shown it yet yeah you know starting with Todd Bowles I work with Todd so I'm a million percent biased he's impossible not to like and respect I think he's a really good coach like you can't have those defenses play as well as they have for as long as they have Ross without uh, having the ability to relate to others motivate um and look you know 
I would give the Jets situation a pass, just given how crazy that whole quarterback situation was. Um, and they were close one year with him there. Um, and look, this will be in a really important year post Brady, but that defense has played really well for a long time. And he has a championship ring from there. And I don't think we could diminish the fact that like, look, we know it was Tom Brady, but in that Super Bowl, that defense just whipped Kansas City. And he, and he deserves credit for that in my mind. But I understand it's an important year, but I, I think he's a really good coach, much the way like I think Josh is as well. Like Tom Brady would have been Tom Brady, but there was a lot of years that he influenced you know, Tom Brady's career. It did not work out in Denver. Um, this is an important year for him uh, with the Raiders. Obviously, he has his hand-picked GM in Dave Ziegler. Um, but if I was betting, I, I bet that both Todd Bowles and Josh McDaniels make it. And, and if we're doing the Ross Tucker coaching rankings you know, next June, I, I think they, they'd be higher. Fantastic coordinators. Uh, the jury is beyond still out, I think, for those guys as head coaches. Make sure you check him out on social media at Real Tannenbaum and all of the great content, including from yours truly over at the 33rd team. Already thinking about my next article. Make sure you're subscribed and listening to it and, and making sure you're subscribed to all of our shows, but also you're following 33rd team. So you can get all their awesome content, the GMs, the coaches. It is fantastic stuff. Mike, thanks so much for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Ross. It's great to be uh, your teammate in this endeavor. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Hope you guys enjoyed that two-part series with Mike Tannenbaum. We'll have Greg Cosell on tomorrow's show. I think we're all the way up to the AFC West at this point in terms of the season preview for Greg Cosell. So that'll be awesome. Um, You know what else is awesome? ExpressVPN. Because if you're watching Netflix without using ExpressVPN, it's like buying tickets to go see Taylor Swift, which I love, but only being allowed to watch the opening act. Look, there are so many different shows that you can unlock at Netflix if you have ExpressVPN, which is a virtual private network for those of you that are not familiar. So you can even sign up for like Australia and you can get Ted two, you can get Austin Powers trilogy, different. I don't know why, but different places, different countries, different, uh, whatever they have different availabilities for Netflix. So, and they have servers express VPN does in 94 different countries. So be smart, stop paying full price for streaming services, only getting access to a fraction of their content get your money's worth at expressvpn.com slash tucker if you use my link expressvpn.com slash tucker you get an extra three months of expressvpn for free tucks takes all right ross we'll start with the bills signing leonard floyd to a one-year deal after he had nine sacks last year and they also brought back ed oliver on a massive extension Bills are not messing around, man. The Bills are not messing around. They realize you got to be able to come at, come at them at waves with pass rushers. Leonard Floyd actually got pretty good money, especially for this time of year. Colts says Aaron Rodgers issued a statement admitting wrongdoing after there were reports out that he was being investigated for placing wagers on NFL, including Colts games. What's interesting to me about this, Jack, twofold. Number one, They're obviously not doing a good enough job 
of making sure all these guys know the rules. Although, you know what? Isaiah Rogers was using an associate. So he knew he wasn't allowed to do it. And he felt like he wanted to do it anyway. I guess I'm curious, how do you catch somebody if they're using an associate like that? That's fascinating to me. I'm sure when the punishment comes down, we'll, we'll get more details. Some roster moves across the league. The Browns released offensive tackle Joe Haig to clear up about $2 million in cash space. The Colts bring in a wide receiver signing Brashad Perriman. And the Colts cut Antonio Callaway following his arrest. Are the Browns freeing up cap space for DeAndre Hopkins? Hmm. And Antonio Callaway, it's unbelievable how often if a guy has a red flag coming out of college, that that red flag rears its ugly head at some point. And last point, I know you really don't speak about non-football topics, but there's the big news about the golf merger between the PGA Tour and Live Tour that I saw that got your attention. Well, this is going to be my Labatt Take of the Week, Jack, presented by Labatt Blue Light, the pristine Canadian Pilsner. Enjoy your beers together so you can live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly beer. Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. It's funny because growing up, you're conditioned when you play sports to think team, team, team. I coach my daughter's softball. It's all about the team. And honestly, that's what makes that level youth sports, high school sports, whatever. That's what makes it great. Then you get to pro sports and you're still kind of in that mindset of team, team, team. But then guys are getting cut. Guys are getting traded. The guy has a bad game. It's not like, hey, we're all in this together. It's like, hey, he's fired. And you realize that the reason why the front office and the head coach preach team, team, team is because their personal self-interest, their ongoing employment is totally based on your one loss record. I don't know when it was when I was in the NFL, but I realized pretty early on you're an independent contractor working for that team. And as soon as you realize that they are only going to act in their self-interest and what's best for them, the better off you'll be and you'll start to make decisions in your own self-interest. Because the reality is with this golf thing, and not to get too far down the line, a lot of the players thought they were being loyal, thought they were part of a group, thought they were doing the right thing for the group only to have the entity do what was in its best interest in this case with the partnership. So a word to the wise, when you get to the professional level, everyone is doing and looking out for their own self-interest. Other than that, Jack, I think we're done here, man. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker football podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. How about some shout-outs? Pizza Boy Brewing posted some Stromboli there from last night. Make sure you check that out on social media, at RossTuckerNFL. Sportaculture, HumanHeadNYC.com, SteakhouseSports.com, Go-Bangles.com, Evergreen Economics. Backofficeschedule.com, and of course, the greatest anniversary or Father's Day gift you could ever give anyone, I can pretty much guarantee it, myfrontpagestory.com.